Everyone, I hope you are doing well today. I hope you're ready for this awesome week that we're about to kickstart. I hope you guys are starting off on the right foot, that you got a good mindset, that you've got everything set up for success, that you're actually thinking through the week, actually planning things ahead of time and getting yourself ready for those challenges, those obstacles, trying to optimize your schedule. Because if you're not doing that, you're really going to struggle because you're always going to be one step behind. You're always going to be reacting to anything that happens to you. So make sure that you guys are planning ahead. I'm sure you are. All of my fans are awesome. You guys are all super smart. You're super hardworking. I love that about you. Honestly, I really do love the community that we have here. I know I've been a little bit unavailable lately just because I have had a lot of stuff going on, but still like the conversations I have with people, the clients I work with, you guys are, you're awesome. They really are. I love you guys. So I do want to talk about a couple things today. I want to start off by kind of touching on something that I really struggled with this week. I started to have some, some kind of some mild to moderate issues with kind of just feeling depressed, just feeling overwhelmed. The reason for that though, was because of what I was putting myself through. So I went through a very big transition recently. I've been, and I'm very excited about it. I'm very happy with it. Um, but the thing is that I made this really logical decision about what I was going to do. I thought things through, I prepared myself. I knew that it was going to be tough. I knew that it was going to be hard work. And I thought through all the possibilities, all the contingencies, and I made it a, a, a well-informed decision about what I was going to do. And regardless of that, when I found myself in this new situation, when I got in this new place, I was terrified. <laughs> Honestly, I was. I was very scared and I was really depressed and I was extremely uncomfortable. And I didn't, I knew I wouldn't quit, but I was worried about like, how am I going to make it through this? Am I even going to be good at this? Am I going to be able to scrape by? What if things don't work out for me? What if I work as hard as I possibly can and it doesn't come to fruition? What if XYZ happens, you know? And even if I am successful, what if I hate it here? What if, what if this, new, this new thing is not right for me? And the first day I was super depressed. Honestly, I really was. And so I kind of thought through everything and I kind of just told myself, look, you got through four years in the infantry. You can get, you can get through this. You can put... A cap on this you can say give it four months if you're not if you're not into it by four months then maybe reevaluate but it's going to take time to get comfortable with this and then i kind of had this epiphany and i remembered something and i i it i understood what it meant but it never really hit home for me and i remember that look the only way that you're going to grow is if you're uncomfortable and the feeling that i was experiencing it didn't seem like discomfort it felt more like fear it felt like depression and it did feel uncomfortable, but I wasn't articulating it like that. I was just uneasy, basically. And so I started thinking about it. And I realized, you know what? This is, this is the place where I'm going to grow the most. And I feel all this fear. I feel this uncertainty. That's good. That's a good thing. That means that I'm actually pushing myself because I haven't actually felt this feeling in a long time. It's been about a year and a half before I really felt that. I've done things since then that have made me uncomfortable, but it wasn't ever really like something that could, could seriously mess me up. Like it was things that were, that were new, things that were challenges, things that were kind of scary, but they, they were like on the side. And the worst case scenario was that I didn't do well. And maybe I was a th out a few thousand dollars, nothing, nothing too 
substantial, nothing too long term. But it was like this was this was different. This is something that could potentially really mess me up. And people go through transitions in life or they avoid going through transitions in life a lot because they fear this because they understand that, look, you know, maybe you want a new job. Maybe you want a new relationship. Maybe you want to leave the relationship that you're in. Maybe you want to get into a relationship with somebody. Maybe you want to switch industries. Maybe you don't like how your, you know, whatever you do for work, maybe it just does not resonate with you. Maybe you don't like the company, whatever it is. Like there's any number of things that people go through. Maybe it's a move. They want to get out of the state or the country that they're in. And they don't follow through with it because there's so many things that could go wrong. So many things that could mess you up and it's scary. And there's real tangible consequences involved with it. It's a valid thing. It really is. It sucks. It's difficult. That being said, though, you've got to really be honest with yourself. You have to analyze things. You have to break it down. What is the worst thing that can happen ahead of time? Figure that out. Can I prepare for that? If it does happen, even if it catches me off guard, can I recover from that? Okay. And it's not about getting stuck in your head. It's not about being in this place where you're like, well, I'm not going to make a decision until I have it all worked out because I'm going to plan for every contingency. It doesn't work that way. A friend of mine was talking about how he was so stressed out because the way that his job was going, the way that that company was operating, stealing money from him, screwing him over, keeping him trapped inside the system that they had built, keeping him trapped inside the matrix, keeping him stuck in this environment that was designed to make the company infinitely more money and, and, and it, it, much richer than he ever will be. He is capped out at what he can make. No matter how successful he is at that company, no matter how many millions of dollars he makes that company, he's still scrambling paycheck to paycheck, living around the national average. And he has a valuable skill. He, he works on sales. He has a skill that he can take anywhere and make a lot of money, a very valuable skill, something that's in demand. And he's stuck there. Why? Because he is afraid to leave. Because he is afraid that if he leaves that job, it could be worse. He could not like the new environment. He could lose some of the perks that he has. He'll have to start over somewhere where he doesn't know people. What if everyone hates them? Well, everyone here kind of likes me. Everyone here at least tolerates me. I have friends, blah, blah, blah. And so he won't leave. And I was trying to talk to him about this. I was trying to help him understand the the fallacy that he is operating from he kind of believes that well there's all these things that could go wrong and there there are all these things that could go wrong he, and he's telling me like what if they offer me less money what if i don't have a company car what if i don't have this or that opportunity what if i don't like people what if they want me to do these things and i'm like who is they who are these people he's like oh, i don't know just other jobs you cannot possibly know what is going to happen if you have not taken any action? So you're worried about what if I make less money? But you haven't sent out a job resume. You haven't sent out, you haven't tried to find anything. So there's all of this potential, all of these unknown things, all of this chaos that could potentially happen because you have done nothing, which means that nothing is there. It is pure potential. It is, it is utter unknown. There is absolutely nothing there, which means that it could be anything. And that's terrifying because literally anything could happen. The thing is, though, there's no sense of stressing about that because not all of those bad things will happen. It's just not possible. As soon as you start to create anything tangible, 
as soon as you start to use up any of your potential, you lose potential in other areas. So for example, if I want to be a famous podcaster, if I want to be a psychologist, if I want to be the best salesman ever, if I want to be, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing, that's less time that I have to practice being a stand-up comedian. If I want to be a professional musician, that's less time to practice acting and to be an actor. If I want to be a professional writer, the amount of time that I put in writing that takes away from my potential to, you know, be a, a very technical person, to go work in some kind of scientific field, whatever it is. Because as soon as you start to take advantage of your potential in one thing, it decreases the potential in everything else because you have a limited amount of time. You have a limited amount of energy. So if you want to really be good at something, you have to sacrifice your potential for other things. And that doesn't mean that you can't do multiple things that you're passionate about or that you're interested in by any means, but it does mean that you have to get started with something and you have to be willing to sacrifice your time in the pursuit of that thing. Okay, and that means you have less time to do other things. So as you have less potential, you have more reality, and it's a trade-off. It's a good thing. Like, you want that. A baby has the potential to be anything in the world, but is also a baby. It, it, they don't amount to anything. A professional in their industry, in their field, they may not have, a have as much time to work on being professional in another field, but they have made something out of themselves. They have made something real happen. That's just how it works. It's the same thing with my friend's situation. He's looking at all this potential, all of these things that could happen, but because he's not doing anything, none of it's going to happen. None of it at all. And so he's like, well, there's all these problems. Problems are not a bad thing. Problems are an opportunity for you to grow. Problems are an opportunity for you to practice something, to get better at something to go through adversity and to become a stronger person because of it, to learn because you've made mistakes, or maybe you did something right, whatever it is, you get better, you develop skills, you increase your value as a human being because you have solved these problems. Even if you fail those problems, that is experience that you didn't have before. Now you have it. Now you are better equipped to go forward in the future. If you have not sent your resume out, there's no point in wondering, well, what if they don't pay me as much money? Who is they? There's, there's nobody there. You have to take some kind of action. He's worried about all these things. And what it really kind of brought up for me is it's very interesting that people do this. And I do it myself too. I'm not, I'm not criticizing anyone. But I did realize you have to take advantage of your potential for action. You have to actually take that tangible step forward. You have to actually do something. So I was scared too. I was in this position where everything's new. Everything's uncertain. Everything's uncomfortable. But I was in that position and I was uncomfortable because now I'm being challenged. Now I'm out there and I'm doing something. And what I found, and I found this before, and anybody who has ever done something new, who has ever taken on some kind of struggle, some kind of big project, who has ever gone through some kind of transition in their life, they have experienced this. Once you get started, not all the worst case scenarios happen. Some things will happen. Certain challenges will present themselves. Certain things will go wrong. But guess what? You've, you solve those things as they come up. You don't have to worry about all of those things before you get started. And it drives me crazy that people do not take action. And it wouldn't drive me as crazy if they didn't complain so much about the situation that they're in. If you are stuck, if you do not like the way that your life is going, if you do not like where you are right now, that's great. Use that as a motivation to get up and move. But guess what? 
you have to actually get up and move. You have to actually do something different. You have to take real tangible action. You want a new job, you have to go send out your resumes. You have to go start talking to people. You have to try. What if they don't offer me as much? Then don't take that job. Stay where you are. If, that, if you are in the best option that you have, go stay there and stop complaining about it. <laughs> it's that simple. Okay, well, what if they don't offer me a company car? Is it that important to you? If, they make, if you make $20,000 a year more, is that a trade-off that you're willing to make? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. I don't know your, your situation. But you can't make intelligent choices until you have something real in front of you. You cannot actually solve problems when they're in your head, when they're in your imagination. So the position you want to put yourself in is in a situation where you have a real problem, where you really are facing something that you have not had to deal with before. And you should never, ever, 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 ever not make a decision or not do something because it's going to be hard because it's going to be tough, because it's going to make you think, it's going to make you fight, it's going to make you have to actually scramble and hustle a little bit. You should never avoid that thing. You should say, is it worth it? If it's worth it, if there's a lot of upside, if you think that it's something that could lead you where you want to be, you should do it. It doesn't matter if it's hard. It's actually better if it is hard because you're not going to grow where you're at. Once you get comfortable somewhere, you need to push yourself to where you're uncomfortable again. You need to get used to that feeling of not feeling good enough. You need to get used to that imposter syndrome. You should be showing up every day wondering when people are going to say, what the fuck are you doing here? You don't belong here. Why are you here? You should have that feeling every single day because that means that you are challenging yourself and that you are pushing yourself. It means that you are becoming better. And that is the only way you become better. You don't get better staying still. And now off of that point, I was not growing where I was before. Now I am. And I have gone through a tremendous amount of growth in this last little while. Why? Because I had to. It was sink or swim, and I decided to swim because that's who I am. And that's how, who most people are, honestly. If you can just hold yourself accountable and push yourself, you will be successful. Throw yourself into the deep end and trust yourself that you can fight your way out of it. It's that simple. And if you don't trust yourself, that's because you haven't taken on enough responsibility. It's because you haven't challenged yourself enough in the past. You can start small. You don't have to immediately like quit your job and start a business just because, oh, well, Jack said I have to be uncomfortable. No, but you can start <laughs> by building discipline. You can start building your self-esteem and your reputation with yourself. You can start by you know, going to the gym five days a week. You can start by sticking to a meditation practice, to making yourself read every day, to doing something. It's like when you look at these, these like millionaires, like morning routines, like, oh, the secret's in the routine. It's really not. The secret is in the fact that they figured out what worked and they do it religiously. They do it every single day. So some people like to get up and work out, take cold showers, meditate, all this other crap. That's fine, and I think you should do those things, but they don't have to be a morning routine. The reason that, that, that those things help those people is because they are consistent. They build discipline. They know they trust themselves. They know that they will show up and do the work every day because they were showing up and doing the work with the little things. The cold showers aren't going to make you successful. But if you can make yourself do them every single day, guess what? When something else happens, when it's like, oh, I want to start this new job and it's really scary and it's a lot of more responsibility. I don't know if I can handle it. But then you look back and say, well, I work out every single day. I, I work on schoolwork every single day. I take showers. There's cold showers every day. I, I, I do all these things like every single day. I have all this discipline. 
that carries over to this job, that carries over to this new situation. I can trust myself. I can be here and be safe, and I know that I can rely on myself, and I know that I'm going to be overwhelmed, but I can, I can swim. I don't have to sink, okay? So that's what it is. You should embrace that feeling of discomfort. You should embrace that fear. You should make an intelligent decision about how you put yourself in that situation before you embrace that fear. But once you're there, you should be like, okay, cool. This is where I need to be. You know, I'm not saying give up a good job that you have to take something that's not in your field that you're probably going to fail at. But if you're like, hey, I think I might be ready to out, I've outgrown the situation that I'm in now. This isn't the right relationship for me. I'm actually like, this is actually a really toxic relationship. It's something that's hurting me. I need to move on, but I'm scared to do it. I'm scared to be alone. I'm scared of what's going to happen if I put myself out there. What if I don't find anyone? You know, whatever it is, if you're if you're afraid of putting yourself in that situation, but you you trust yourself, then you can make an intelligent decision and say, well, look, look I've, I've, I've been fine this far. I've gotten through all of these struggles. I can make it through this. And then you put yourself in that situation and you do whatever it takes to be successful in that position. But here's the thing. Our brains don't like that uncertainty. They like to make meaning out of everything. They like for the world to make sense. And so anytime that you don't know what the hell is going on, you're going to get uncomfortable. Why? Because the brain says, no, this is not good. This is dangerous. I can't protect you from this because I can't predict the future. And so it freaks out and it says, don't do that. And the way it keeps you from putting yourself in danger is through the emotion of fear. Fear is just a motivator. Any emotion that you have is just a motivator. Okay. Depression is a weight for of your body telling you, hey, this is not something that's good for me. I'm not fulfilling my function. I'm not living the way I should. So I'm going to feel bad. Okay. And it's not, and people get stuck in depression. They're like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I can't get out of this. Like life is hopeless. And it's like, well, it's not hopeless. You're still doing the same things every day that were putting you in that, in that situation to begin with. You're still in that same environment. You're not listening to the warning light. You're not, you're not responding to the unconscious when it says, hey, stop doing this. You're making it worse. You're actually doing more of the same things and taking medication to mask that feeling, which means that you can get away with doing even more things that are hurting you. And then it's like, well, why am I more and more depressed? Same thing with anxiety. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not fixing your environment. If you're constantly anxious, you're constantly feeling like, you know, something bad is going to happen. Why? You know, like there's a reason for that feeling. There is always a reason for that feeling. Sometimes it's a biological thing. There's biochemical thing. There's a chemical imbalance in your body. Maybe it's the food that you're eating. People are like, oh, chemical imbalances. Like I can't do anything about my moods. Well, you're eating processed foods, which means that you have a crap load of chemicals coming into your brain every single day. Of course, you're unbalanced. You're not supposed to eat that stuff. Stop eating that stuff. Maybe you'll feel better. Or maybe it's a lifestyle thing. Like, you know, you never exercise. You never go outside. You never learn. You never push yourself. You're never fulfilling your potential. You're not surrounded by things that make you excited to get up. You're not surrounded by people that encourage you and support you and that you feel connected with. You don't have anything to look forward to. Of course you're depressed. You should be depressed. You shouldn't be taking medication for that. You should be fixing your life, you know? And it's like sometimes you have all those things and you still go through those emotional storms. You still have those days where you just feel like crap and you do feel depressed. You do feel anxious. You feel off. You know what? Like that happens. It's a real thing and you have to learn to, to manage that stuff. But if you are living in one of those emotions, one of which is 
fear. That is one that people in general live in is fear. They make their decisions based off of fear, fear of the unknown in particular. Why? Because that's what your brain is programmed to do. Your unconscious wants to keep you safe. Even if you are hurting yourself, even if you're at a job that is destroying you, even if you are in a toxic relationship, even if you are living in an environment that is not good for you, that does not support you, that does not make you excited to get up in the morning, that hurts you in psychological, physical ways, even if you are in that bad situation, the brain says, we're still alive. It's better to go with the devil you know than the devil you don't know, because what if it's worse? What if it is worse? What if, what if it is? Who's to say? And that's the trap that we get stuck in because the brain's trying to keep you safe. The brain doesn't do what's good for it though. The brain does what it's done before. So you've done this one thing and you're alive still. I think I talked about this recently. I think I said, look like, you know, if a rhinoceros charges you and you, you jump to the side at the last second and you get away from the rhinoceros, well, every single time a rhinoceros runs at you again, you're probably gonna do the exact same thing. Why? Because it's worked before. And that's probably not the time to experiment. Well, what if I try jumping over the rhinoceros? What if I try playing dead? Those things like you didn't try them the first time, you don't know if they work and you're probably gonna die if they don't work. So it's best just to keep doing the thing that, that saved you the first time. And that makes total sense in the case of a rhinoceros charging you. It doesn't really make sense though, when you're stuck for years on end in a bad job, in a bad relationship, in a bad living situation, in a bad mindset. It doesn't make sense because one, there's a lot of, of, of cushion. There's a lot of buffer. If you screw up, you can recover. If you date the wrong person, if you leave somebody, if you're alone for a while, if you take a job that actually was a step down and it wasn't good, you can find a new place to go. You can find a new person. You can find a new organization. You, like, you can recover from these things if you're stuck in a bad mindset for years on end. And you decide, you know what, I want to switch things up. I want to try being a little bit different. I want to try thinking and acting a little bit differently. And what if that doesn't work? Okay. So you, you, you decide, okay, I want to fix it again. Now you're in the habit of changing things and experimenting. Now you're in the habit of practicing living. You're, you're, you're taking responsibility for how you go through life. You're learning. You're getting better and better. That's a good thing, is it not? Does anybody disagree with me on that? Does anybody think that it's best just to stay where you are, even if it's hurting you? What if you try something and it doesn't work? Okay, well, now you know that that doesn't work. And it's really sad just to see how many people are stuck in that trap, where these, these, these companies give them just enough money to stay satisfied, where these people give them just enough validation, or they occasionally will come out and say, Oh yeah, you're so special. Thank you for all you do to me. And it's like, oh, I, I, well, that's great. Like, I wish that you say that more often. And it's like, well, they don't. They, they breadcrumb you. They lead you on. They just keep you just with enough to keep you interested. Companies do that. People do that. Everyone does that. So you have to really take responsibility for your life and say, look, if I'm not where I want to be, that's nobody's fault but mine. If I don't like the job I'm at, you know, maybe I can't find anything better yet. But honestly, how, how much have you tried? Because that, that's what this friend was telling me. He's like, there's no better jobs out there. And I said, how hard have you tried to find something? Like, seriously, how hard have you worked? He hasn't. He has not sent out one resume. He has not looked up anything at all. And I don't understand, like, what do you mean there's nothing better out there? But then I would look back and I think like a year ago when I was thinking, well, there's nothing out there. Why? I hadn't sent out any job applications yet either. But then I caught myself and I realized this is stupid. I have to put myself out there if I'm going to make anything happen. I have to try something 
if I want to change anything. And that's just, it's sad to see people stuck in that system, but the reality is that most of the things that hold us back are based around fear and complacency. Because if you get just enough to keep you satisfied, you know, then you don't want to leave that place because it's like, well, I'm surviving. I'm okay. And I find moments of happiness in this. I find ways to be content and to be happy. And look, you, the ability to be happy no matter where you are is an incredibly valuable skill. I was extremely lucky that I learned this at an early age. I learned this in the infantry when I was, I think it first dawned on me when it was pouring rain, I was walking 15 miles with like a hundred and something pounds on my back. Everything was chafed. Everything was blistered. Everything was like kind of bleeding in some places. It was disgusting. It was painful. It was uncomfortable. I hadn't slept in like two weeks. Hadn't had more than four hours of sleep a night tops. And I was like constantly on the move. I was exhausted. I remember laughing at something. And I remember just like joking around with my friends because we were all just in this miserable situation together. And I suddenly realized I can be happy anywhere. And that's great because no matter how bad things get, I will find a way to make jokes. I will find a way to laugh at it. I will find a way to be okay with it. I can survive anything. That is a great skill to have, but it is not an excuse to not push yourself. It's not an excuse to stay where you are just because it's good enough, just because you can be happy. Because guess what? If you dramatically improve your situation, well, you don't have to try as hard to be happy in that place. Now you can now you, now you can apply this skill of being happy anywhere to making sure that you stay humble, to making sure that you're you're not taking things for granted, to making sure that you're grateful for everything that you have. And like you're even happier now because why? You have something to be proud of. You have something that you have improved. You have developed your life. You have increased your value. You have made yourself a more interesting human being. You can look at your life and say, I'm proud of myself. That's really important. It really is. Like even if you have, you don't feel like you've accomplished anything for the last couple of years, but you can look back and say, I've really survived a lot. I'm really grateful for that. And honestly, I could have done better, but I'm, I did the best I could when I could. And I'm really proud of myself. That makes all the difference in the world because then you start to look at yourself differently. Then you stop beating yourself up. Then you stop saying, oh, well, this sucks. And well, I'm not a millionaire and oh, I don't have a hot girlfriend or, you know, my boyfriend's kind of annoying. My job kind of sucks, whatever. It's like, instead you look at it and say, you know what? I've been through a lot. I've been through hell and back. And maybe I'm not as successful as I want to be. Maybe I'm not as happy as I want to be. But a lot of people wouldn't have made it through what I did. A lot of people wouldn't have done as well as I did. A lot of people would have given up well before I did, and I'm still here. Maybe I don't feel successful, but so what? Maybe I don't have as much as somebody else, but maybe they didn't go through as much. And you shift that mindset, and you start looking at yourself as somebody that's like, hey, actually, I can do a lot. I can accomplish things. I can make stuff happen. If nothing else, I can weather these storms. And then you have to start thinking, well, I survived all this stuff. I have survived all of these hardships. I, I got through the pandemic. I got through all these breakups. I got through losing these jobs. I got through these transitions. I dealt with these family issues, with these friends issues. I dealt with all this stuff. I am a survivor and you can find evidence for that. You can find ways in the past where you have overcome adversity, where you have challenged yourself and come out on top. You can look at all of that 
and say, you know what? There's absolutely no reason why I can't push myself and take this new job or put myself out there with that new person or try to move to this new place or try to start this new life. There's no reason not to do that because I have survived through a lot. So who's to say that I can't survive this new place? Who's to say that I can't adapt, that I can't get better once I'm in this new environment? Who's to say that I won't rise to that challenge? Just like I didn't know if I would be able to pay my bills last year, you know what? I dealt with that stress, I overcame that issue, I, I came out on top, I pushed through that, I conquered that challenge. Who's to say that if I put myself in this new situation, I jumped right in the deep end at this new job, this new relationship, whatever, and there's probably more examples of this, I don't know why those two are the only ones coming to mind, but you get the point. You put yourself in this situation where it's new, it's uncomfortable, and you're scared, but then you look back and realize, well, I've always succeeded before, and even if I do fail at this, like what's really, realistically what's going to happen to me am i going to die because if i'm not going to die there's no reason not to do it i'm going to lose a little bit of money okay i'm going to get that back i've got that back before i've lost money before i've lost jobs before i've lost assets before i've lost things i value before i've lost savings before i blew through more money than i care to much quicker than i care to because of stupid decisions i've made i've learned from that though i survived I got through all that stuff, all those situations. There's absolutely no reason for me not to put myself in this new environment that is uncomfortable and uncertain, this, this chaotic world of potential. There's no reason for me to not go for it because I've survived before. Do I want to keep surviving in the same situation? So like, for example, the pandemic hits and it's this thing that you cannot control. We couldn't control that. Well, we couldn't control the, the narrative that was being told about that. Anyway, we couldn't control the situation that we were in, but we survived. So what is the difference between that and saying, I'm going to pick a situation where actually there's a reward. The reward for getting through it is not just survival and getting back to normal. The reward for it is that I'm happier. I'm more successful. I have more money. I have a better relationship. I live in a better place. I'm surrounded by a new peer group. I have good friends. I have more skills. I have more knowledge. I'm wiser. Like, why would you not do that? And it's because of fear and complacency. Well, I have it good enough. Do you want good enough? Good enough is not good enough. Good enough will never be good enough. And it never has been good enough. Because if you are just good enough, what happens when things change outside of your control and things that you cannot do anything about take those things away from you? If you are average in your company and they go to lay off everyone, if they go to furlough everybody, what happens then? Are you going to be safe? No, you're not safe. It's not good enough anymore. And that company doesn't give a fuck about you. They don't care. They will let you go. The last company I was at, they actually, I wasn't there for this, thankfully, because I would not have come back. But most of their employees, they sent them a letter or an email, actually. They said, oh, yeah, you have, um, you'll have your job back one day, maybe. But for now, you don't have a job. It's like they didn't even have the decency to call people. They couldn't even say, hey, look, sorry about that. I know it sucks, blah, blah, blah. Here's the explanation. I know this is terrible. We don't want to do it. We have to. No, none of that. Just a notice. Don't come into work today or for the foreseeable future. Good luck. Why would you stay with somebody that does that and put yourself in that position where you're at that much risk? Same thing with relationships. 
somebody can lose feelings for you. They can decide that they're going to leave you whenever. They can fall for somebody else. They can get tired of something. Maybe they were with you because of reasons that you don't know and things change. Things can happen. If you are just good enough, you're in a very dangerous position because as soon as things get harder, as soon as the demand rises, as soon as anything bad happens, you're no longer good enough. Once the standard raises at all, you are no longer good enough. Now you're below average. That new person comes around. You haven't been pushing yourself. You haven't been trying to be the best you can. Well, now you're not good enough anymore. Now you're seen as below average. Now, I'm not saying that like every time somebody new comes around that like that's just license to leave somebody. That's part of the beauty of a relationship is that you actually commit to somebody even if, you know, something like that happens. That being said, though, realistically, most people are not very honorable and it is difficult to find somebody who is. And if you do not take responsibility for be, being the best version of yourself that you can, you're going to slip up. But if you, on average, don't do what you can, then you're going to decline in value. As time goes on, you naturally start to lose a little bit of value. People get more used to you. People start to take advantage of you. You start to develop bad habits. You start to get complacent. There's newer, younger people that can be hired to replace you. Um, there, there's newer, younger people that can be hired to replace you in a relationship, whatever. Um, like if you're just settling for average, that is not going to work out in your favor. I promise you that you will never have a powerful position anywhere. If you are just average, if you are just like everybody else, if nothing sets you apart, except your personality, people are like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so unique. No, you're not. You're not that unique. People are, everybody is unique. Everybody has their own little quirks and their own little things. They don't care. Somebody else has a different uniqueness that's going to seem fresh after a few years. Somebody else, maybe they're not as unique as you are in the work environment, but they do the same job that you do. Maybe it's not as good as you, but guess what? You weren't like a superstar to begin with. So what do they care? You have to be willing to push yourself past that. And it doesn't mean that you need to get stuck in the cycle of never feeling good enough and always trying to like, you know, like being stressed out, trying to push yourself further and further. That's not really what I'm talking about. What I am talking about, though, is taking responsibility for the fact that, look, you have to grow and develop as a person. Otherwise, you are not going to respect yourself. If you are not better than you were five years ago, you have to look at that objectively and realize, well, there's a reason that you're depressed. If you are not, if you are still as broke today as you were 10 years ago, <laughs> are you going to feel good about yourself? No, and you shouldn't because you feel good about yourself when you do things that you should be doing. If you are not learning and developing as a human being every single day, you're going to run into emotional issues. You're going to not trust yourself. You're going to have issues with your self-esteem. You're going to have issues with your finances, with every area of your life. You have to be willing to put yourself in situations that make you uncomfortable. And it's not about taking risk for the sake of taking risk. It's about putting yourself somewhere where you are going to be forced to elevate your skill set, your, your mindset, your personality, whatever it is. It's accepting that commitment that you're scared to take. It's about accepting that position that you're scared to take. It's about learning that new skill that you know you're going to be bad at. And you're going to be surrounded by people who are good at it. And you're not going to be the best anymore. And you, you go in there and you accept that humbly and you work on yourself and you increase yourself, you improve yourself. And you get out of this state where it's like, well, I'm just good enough. 
that's the complacency side of things. If you get complacent and you say, well, it's good enough as it is. What about when it's not? The world is changing very, very quickly. If you are an average worker in 10 years, the skills, the technology, the, the resources that we have will be totally different. If you are not growing with that very quick rate of advancement, you're going to be very far below average. You're going to be well below average. If you are stuck in that complacency mindset, well, this is good enough. This job isn't that great. It's actually getting harder and harder to live every single year because inflation is going up and I'm not making more money or it's so incremental that I'm not able to get out of this paycheck to paycheck mentality. If that's where you're stuck, it's because of the complacency. Don't accept, well, it's good enough. Do not accept that. Do not accept average. Do not accept normal. You cannot accept complacency. If you do, you're going to end up in a very bad spot and you're probably already there. All right. That's the complacency side of things. The fear we talked about a little bit. Look, if you like fear all these unknowns, well, you have to make some of the unknown known. You have to step out there and explore a little bit. You got to send your resume out there. You got to go talk to people. You've got to go ex explore. You got to go like go to new places, meet new people. You have to put yourself in a situation where you can actually get new data and learn. Is it data or data? I've heard it both ways. I don't know. Semantics. No, it's not. That's not semantics. I don't know what that is. Pronunciations. I don't know. Whatever it is. The point being, don't let fear or complacency hold you in, 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 in a bad spot. Don't let those things make you or call, don't, don't get stuck because of those things is what I'm trying to say. And I tried to illustrate it a little bit with my friend. The thing is, too, like the reason I said that I brought this up in the first place is like, look, this last week I was challenged a lot. And this is actually the first weekend that I've had where I'm like, I actually feel like I deserve to rest. I haven't felt like that in over a year now. Actually, it's been several years. And it's a good feeling because I know that I struggled. I know that I pushed myself and I know that I overcame that adversity. And I'm proud of myself for that. And the thing is, though, that when I was in the situation, when I was grappling with it, it does not matter what you say to yourself. You have to push through that. You are going to be confronted with that negative feeling. You are going to be confronted with this depression, with the anxiety, with the fear, with all that. You have to experience those things. I'm all about psychology hacking. The reality is there's a lot of hacks that can help you get through that. And reframing was one of those things because I looked at it as, hey, this negative feeling is actually the thing that's making me grow. It didn't take away the negative feeling, but it did approach the way it did change the way that I approached it. It did change my attitude about how I lived the rest of that day. It did change how I carried myself and how I got to work. And so that is what is important. So more of the story. Don't get complacent. Don't be afraid. Be willing to accept the negative emotions that will come up when you challenge yourself. You have to feel those things if you want to grow. You have to go through those bad times if you want to elevate yourself out of your current situation. There is absolutely no way to get better without going through some kind of pain and hardship first. It's just not possible. I don't know what to tell you. You don't get bigger and stronger at the gym if you don't sweat and experience discomfort from lifting weights. You don't get smarter 
if you don't go through the frustration of struggling to understand something or struggling to articulate something. You don't get better at public speaking until you go through the fear of public speaking. You don't get better at anything at all, period, unless you are willing to make yourself uncomfortable. And that is where most people fail. That is the only reason most people fail because they don't have the discipline to push themselves through those times and they start, they start hitting those walls and they start getting discouraged because they don't have the internal strength to push through them and they get screwed up because they think that life should be easy. They think I shouldn't feel this way. I just want to go back to the way things were. I'd rather just stay like this. I'd rather not deal with all that pain and hardship. This is good enough for right now. It's bullshit. It's stupid. You're going to be stuck. And you're not going to be stuck in that one place. You're going to be stuck slowly sinking deeper and deeper into this system of thinking that you have created for yourself that is keeping you trapped. It's not a good situation to be in. And that was the point of this episode, guys. So thank you for listening. Um, if you do want to support the show, I have enabled the subscriptions. I don't remember what it's called. Here, actually, I'll pull it up on my phone while I'm talking about it. There's a way, if you go, I only have Spotify. I don't use, um, oops, phone's too close to the microphone. If you go to Psychology Hacks and you go down to where it says see more, short practical psychology lessons, support this podcast. I didn't write support this podcast. That's the, that's, that's the system I use. It's kind of like Patreon, but it's not Patreon because Patreon sucks and takes a lot of money from people. Um, I, I do it through Anchor. It's a, it's a link to Anchor FM. It's like a $5 subscription a month. But with the level of listeners that I have, if everybody, if even like 10% of you guys subscribe, um, I'll never have to work again. And I can make more episodes for you guys. And I can put more work into them because I'll have more time to do that. Just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, either way, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you're still here, that's awesome because I've been rambling for like 40 minutes now. Um, but good luck, guys. Go kill it this week. Let me know if you have any questions or there's anything that I can do for you.